and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today I am joined with my good friend, Christy, who is a regular recurring guest here on the podcast. Christy is a financial planner and money guru, and she is going to join us to talk about coronavirus small business relief options. So before we dive in, I want to let you all know, if you want to get a little bit more information about Christy, her background, we're going to skip over most of that in this episode so we can get right to the juicy stuff. Um, But you can learn more about Christy in uh, podcast episode seven. That was our first episode here on the podcast. And then also episodes 17 and 19 are good primers on financial planning in general. So hi, Christy. Thanks so much for coming. Hey, Brayden. Thanks for having me. Um, Yes, Christy, you guys, is my favorite because you may or may not know this. Everyone else that's listening, Christy definitely does, That is that I thrive in spontaneity. So I asked Christy last night if she wanted to record this podcast. (laughs) And I was so in. I'm ready to get down and talk about money anytime. Perfect. Okay, because time is of the essence on this topic. So we're recording this on Monday. It's going to be released on Tuesday. So it'll be fresh in our brains for anyone that's watching. So if you guys have questions afterwards, you can let us know. Um, Also, before we dive in, uh, I want to let everyone know that Christy and I are actually going to do a workshop. And by Christy and I, I mean, I'm going to like schedule it, but Christy's actually going to do it. Uh, Next, sometime next week, we actually have to figure out a date and a time. But this is actually going to be a bonus, an exclusive bonus for everyone that signs up for Unfuck Your Biz, which closes on Thursday. So I've been promoting it over the past several weeks, the 10-week group program. You can get more information at bradendrake.com forward slash UFYB. But all of the students will have access to come to this workshop. Um, My Unfuck Your Biz alumni will as well, if you're listening. And I might be pulling together an offer for other people to check out the workshop as well. So going to get you all the details in the next week. Just message us on Instagram if you have questions. Message me in particular. Okay, so let's get started, Christy. What is the small business coronavirus relief stimulus package, whatever we want to call it? What is it all about and when did we get here? Yeah, so the CARES Act was passed, which provided for economic relief for small businesses. And then the SBA took that and has been implementing mainly two programs. One is the EIDL, Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, and the other is the PPP, the Paycheck 
Protection Program. And today we're really gonna focus on the PPP because that seems to be the program that is most applicable for the business that pays itself, you know, wants a forgivable loan, maybe is a, you know, work from home or doesn't have a big, you know, mortgage or rent expense in their business. Mainly most of the types of clients that and people that we come across, um, the EIDL tends to be more of just a loan, right? And so today we're talking about the program that is a loan, but has an opportunity to have a greater amount forgiven. Interesting. So is the EIDL for bigger businesses or it's for everyone? It just so happens that, excuse me, that the PPP tends to be better. Oh my goodness. Better for small business. Yeah. That's the general consensus of, of what I'm seeing. And a little disclaimer, always, you know, do your research and, and your due diligence to see what would be the best fit for you. But the EIDL, it's primarily a loan. There's a grant opportunity up to $10,000 and it's $1,000 per 10 employees. So if it's just you, the maximum grant you can get from that program is $1,000, right? If you have 10 employees, you can get the $10,000. But in terms of getting a loan that can be forgiven, which as small businesses is more up our alley, right? Because it would be you know, harder to pay back a, a bigger loan from the EIDL program. Um, the PPP, generally speaking, what I've seen tends to be the better fit for the small business owner. And the EIDL is better if you have more employees, if you have a larger payroll, if you have a physical location and a big rent or mortgage expense. And again, this is general consensus, but that's the trend that I'm seeing. Okay. So I guess my first follow-up question would be, is this an either or scenario? Because that seems to be kind of like how we're discussing it and how I've heard other people discuss it as well. Yeah. The guidance that I've seen on that is that it is an either or. I have seen some stuff that says you can apply for both, but they can't cover the same expense. So I'm not 100% sure on that. The, the interesting thing about this, these programs in general, is they were rolled out so quickly and there wasn't necessarily a lot of detailed, um, you know, detailed information about some of the specifics. So some new stuff's getting released all the time. So some of this stuff is being updated as we go, but um, generally what I've heard is, is you can't double dip or if you were to double dip, it would have to be used for different expenses. Gotcha. Okay. So if we're focusing on the PPP and this is run through the small business administration, but you have to apply through a bank, right? Like not through the SBA. That's correct. Okay. So how does that work? Okay. So the first thing to, I guess, mention is how much do you apply for, right? You want to get this loan. You want it to be forgiven. The amount of forgivable loan is equal to eight weeks of quote unquote payroll. And I say quote unquote payroll because you don't need a formal payroll system set up in order to receive this money. And we can get into what qualifies as payroll 
uh, in a minute here, but essentially you go on your bank's website, you take a look at the documentation that they're going to require from you. So they might ask for a profit and loss statement. They might ask for a Schedule C. If you do have a formal payroll set up through an S-Corp, they'll ask for payroll documentation. And then essentially you fill out the application. So there's a couple of different components here. It's first, how much money you want to apply for. The second is the documentation that you need. And then the third is filling out the application. And we can break each of those pieces down as we go. Okay, so figuring out how much you want to apply for, I thought I'd seen $10,000 from other places, but that must be the EIDL, not the PPP. That's the EIDL, exactly. Okay, so if it's up to eight weeks of payroll, like, is there a limitation on that? I mean, well, I guess you have to substantiate what your payroll is, so let's really start there. Yeah, so figuring out what your payroll is. So first scenario, you have a formal payroll set up, you know what your payroll is, right? That right. one's pretty self-explanatory. But a lot of the people that I've been talking to, they're like, oh, I'm an LLC or I'm a sole proprietor. I just pay myself randomly or I don't have a formal payroll set up. Do I qualify? How do I calculate what my payroll is? The answer is yes, you qualify. And the general guidance that I've seen around this, and each bank might interpret this a little bit differently, but... For example, what, how would you would calculate your payroll is you would use your net earnings from self-employment, which is your revenue minus your expenses. It's the same thing as that net profit number on your profit and loss statement. It's the same thing that you'll see on your Schedule C, your tax form that you file with the IRS. So you look at what that number was for 2019 and then you take that total number and divide by 12 to get your average monthly payroll. And then in order to get to eight weeks of payroll, you take that average monthly payroll number and you multiply by two. Got Does it. that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, it makes, makes sense to me. So if you're, let's say, hold on, I'm trying to make a, make a really easy divisible number. Let's say that your net business income were 48,000 in 2019 so that's maybe your expenses were or your business income is 60,000 your expenses were 12,000 so your profit in your business on your tax return is 48,000 mm -hmm. so we divide that by 12 which is $4,000 a month yep so then your maximum amount that you could get under the PPP that's forgivable i think that's the key part right yes is 2 times 4,000 which would be $8,000 Exactly. So that would be your, your payroll piece. And then there's another little nuance to this because you can actually request up to 2.5 times that average monthly payroll number. So it would be the 4,000 12,000. So it would be 12,000, but you would use the amount above that eight weeks of payroll. So 8,000 would be for payroll right? And then 4,000 would be that above amount. That would have to go to things like rent, mortgage interest, or utilities. So if you have those expenses, you can get money for that. If you don't have those expenses, then the forgivable amount would just be that 
eight weeks of payroll. So I'm assuming pretty much everyone I'm pretty much everyone I work with is going to have this question. Do those things include home office expenses? Because almost everyone operates out of a home office these days. That's a good question that I'm not a hundred percent sure on the answer to. My best guess would be no, since that tends to just be a deduction. I would I would imagine they're looking at your business account is paying rent. Your business account is paying utilities. Your business right. account is paying interest. Whereas at least the way my home office deduction works, I pay my utilities out of my personal account and then I let my accountant know what those were to come up with the deduction. Okay. So if everyone that's listening wants a really quick cheat way to figure out how much they should be putting on their PPP, Really the easiest way to do this is to look at your 2019 tax return if you've already filed. If you haven't filed, I would just go ahead and work on that because then you can kill two birds with one stone. Look at the bottom line profit on your Schedule C if you're a sole proprietor, look at your net profit. And all you actually have to do from there is just divide it by six, actually. Right, right. Yeah, so just find your profit for 2019, divide by six and bingo. That's how much you should ask for on your PPP. Done. <laughs> I always um, I always like to find like the simplest way to do everything. And still, I, I mean, I overcomplicate a lot of stuff, but that's kind of the basics. Okay. So are you seeing people like what if, is this like an auto, an automatic thing where you automatically get approved or how does it work? I heard that there's limitations as to how many people are going to get this. So they have set aside a set amount of money for this program. So once the money runs dry, it runs dry. However, I have also heard talk that when the money does run dry, it would be very easy to add more funds to this program. So I don't know. I'm not a lawmaker, right? Right. But I mean, we can just, we can put ourselves in more debt if we need to, to get the stimulus going. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was a political science major, so I always like to get political with it, right? Because um, it's basically, I mean, it's basically the same as the 2008 bailout, except instead of the big banks, now we're hopefully helping small businesses. So all the Congress members really have to do is decide that they want to increase the funding. And, you know, ideally, they would offset it with something else in the budget that doesn't necessarily help in, happen in times of crisis. I guess we don't really need to get into into fiscal policy, but <laughs> yes, the money the money is there if they decide to increase it. And I would assume that if quarantine keeps keeps getting de delayed and we're in quarantine longer, that they're going to have to do that. Yep, exactly. And and a note on qualifying for the program, the line on the application. I'm going to read it word for word here that you have to um, you know certify to is. Current economic uncertainty makes this loan request necessary to support the ongoing operations of the applicant, which I'm sure many of us small business owners can attest to seeing drops in revenue, losing clients, losing customers. But that's really the statement that you have to attest to in order to qualify for the loan, if you will. Okay, awesome. I've been debating if I want to apply. I, I don't know. I might have to talk to Christy separately about that one, but we're going to have to look into that. So let's, um, 
talk a little bit about Chrissy. I know that you're doing one-on-one consultations with this. Tell everyone a little bit about that if they're interested in contacting you. Yeah. So if you want somebody to help you through this whole process, essentially what I'm doing is I'm offering a one-off session where I will help you figure out what documentation you need to submit with your loan application, how much money to apply for to fall under the guidelines of forgiveness, and then I'll actually jump on a Zoom call with you and we will go through the application together, filling out how much you need, uploading the documents, navigating the questions on the application, and just knocking it all out within you know, a 60-minute session together. Okay, and if they were interested in doing that, how should they go about contacting you? So I have a page that you can go to. It's bit.ly forward slash PPP help me. Okay, beautiful. So bit.ly forward slash PPP help me. I'll put that in the show notes as well. So people have access to it. Um, Again, to let everyone know, we are going to do that workshop in a couple of weeks as a bonus to all of the Unfuck Your Biz new students uh, and alumni. So you can look forward to that if we have any UFYB students listening. Um, Anything else you want to share before we wrap up, Christy? I will share some guidance that I've seen come out um, recently about qualifying forgiveness, just kind of a, a detail. But what it said was that the loan, because it has to be used for payroll, starting the day that the money is dispersed, and then eight weeks after that date is when you have to pay yourself with that money. So you have to, as soon as you get the money, essentially your eight week clock starts for using that money for payroll. And essentially it's just a transfer from right your personal account to your business account, or if you have payroll set up already, it'll go through that system. And I don't know exactly what the banks are gonna ask for in terms of forgiveness, but my best guess would be that they would look at your bank statement for those transfers And they're going to look at the dates in which that money left your business to your personal. So just a little note around, you know, qualifying for that forgiveness. That was something that was released on April 8th. Um, And Gusto actually has a blog with all the latest updates that are coming out. So I can send you that link, Brayden, too, if you want to pop that. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, That way you can just keep up to date with the program and any clarification or updates that are coming out. I love Gusto. I'm an affiliate for them. They're great. Okay. So cool. That actually brought, did bring up another question that I thought about. Um, well, I actually have two. First question, do they run a check credit check for this loan or is it just kind of automated? They do not run a credit check. The EIDL is a credit check, but for the PPP, there's no credit check, there's no collateral requirements, and there's no personal guarantees on the loan. And also a side note on the loan, if it's not forgiven, it's a 1% interest rate loan that has a six month period until you have to start paying, and it's a two year loan. So if you did, for example, only need the, you didn't have the rent or the mortgage expenses and you only needed the eight weeks of payroll, 
or, or you only qualified for forgiveness on the eight weeks of payroll, but you wanted to get the maximum loan amount because you're needing it and you, you might not qualify for those additional two weeks in, in payroll that you would get. But if, if the alternative is putting expenses on a credit card, for example, the PPP is offering a 1% interest rate. So that would be uh, something to think about. Yeah. Okay. So my second question was if they potentially, if your bank is going to be looking at your bank accounts to make sure that you've actually paid yourself the payroll, is there any, and we probably don't know the answer to this, but is there any worry to be had that, well, they're going to look at my bank account and know that maybe I wasn't negatively financially impacted. Like, do I need to worry about that when they consider whether it's going to be forgiven? I don't know what exactly they are going to be <laughs> looking at. I would imagine they're just looking to see that you used it for payroll. The only real guidance in terms of qualifying, again, is that statement that current economic uncertainty makes this loan request necessary to support the ongoing operation. Yeah. So if you I can justify that then like maybe even right now you're you're okay you're making it but the uncertainty of the next two months right so it's it's open to interpretation which you know right. could be good could it, be bad. yeah because it's really tricky because there's even for some some people like me like i actually recorded my profit report which will come out on thursday a couple days after this episode and if anything, I've been more busy with coronavirus because everyone wants to schedule consultations to talk about contracts. But I could still apply for this forgivable loan by basically saying, well, I'm doing fine now, but people might just decide they're not going to be spending any money in the upcoming months. Like We have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's really up to each person to kind of think about right, what your risk tolerance is with applying for this loan. And if you feel comfortable you know, saying I can justify and I feel that forgiveness is a no brainer for me or that I can, I can justify it. Or some people might be out there saying, you know, I, I'm not willing to, to take that risk of applying and not having it forgiven. So I think each person has to make that decision for their own, but I think many of us could make a case for economic uncertainty during this time right my two my two cents on this is is that they probably they're intending on this to basically operate as a grant program by but by not making it a grant program they're anticipating fewer applications and mm -hmm. essentially they're just creating a higher barrier for people to get their money in order to just have that there <laughs> I, I agree and my other thought is that with the sheer volume of people applying the case for really going after people super intensely seems seems tough because you know, the manpower alone required for that they can barely handle the incoming request of applications let alone going after people and really having them make a intense case for why they needed the the money so my thoughts but you know right Everyone has their own thoughts and opinions on it, so. Well, makes sense to me. Okay, so I think that was a lot of really good information. I know I have, at least personally, have a lot more clarity around PPP in particular. So hopefully everyone enjoyed this. Um, if you'd like to connect with either Christy or I, you can find us both on Instagram. Christy, your Instagram is OnRouteFinancial, right? Yeah. 
Onroute Financial. It's O-N-R-O-U-T-E Financial. Perfect. So give Christy a follow. Uh, make sure to subscribe. And if you are really loving the podcast, you can leave a review. Again, if you want any more information on the Unfuck Your Biz group program, make sure you hop over to the website to check it out before the doors close two days from now. So thanks again. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope that you have a great day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.